friends, I'm Reggie and welcome back to Club Candid. Today is a fun episode because we are sharing worst date stories. I So it's actually funny, I was talking with some of my family members just like a week or two ago about horrible date I went on and so we were all like sharing about bad dates that we had been on in the past and it just like so the this idea of you know worst dates has been on my mind a lot and then I did a poll on Instagram over the weekend just asking you guys um like what you wanted to see more of on the podcast and any sort of topic ideas and I had literally so many of you message me saying you just should do a worst date episode um and I know I had someone when I announced that we were gonna do an episode like this I had someone message me saying well isn't that copying what this podcast does this other podcast well I'll have you know as someone who I'm someone who listens to a lot of different podcasts I have probably heard a worst day episode on several podcasts before I don't feel like uh it's anything one certain podcast does um and there's plenty of worst date stories to go around am I right so while I love I love having like you guys submit stories because it's been a while since we've done one. So I figured now would be the good time to talk about it since it's been on my mind and you guys wanted to hear one. Um, and you know, I don't know what dating has been like with COVID recently. Um, so I mean, I haven't even dated like, I mean, I'm dating my husband, you can say, but like, I have not been on like a, the dating game just feels like an old thing to me. So reading through all of these stories has just been the most entertaining thing for me. So we're going to just jump right into it because I swear I have like 20 stories I could tell. I don't really know where to begin, but I will share one of my worst dates with you guys. And I, I feel like so awkward sharing this story because I'm sure there's someone listening that knows who I'm talking about and that just makes me feel weird. But, you know, this feels like so long ago that I feel like it doesn't matter. So <laughs> here you go. So when I was a senior in high school, I was on student government and our job before the year was to plan like our big project was planning homecoming week so homecoming weeks like at the beginning of the school year so we were like planning through the summer and we like put all our blood sweat and tears into this homecoming week and we had planned so there were three guys and three girls on the committee or whatever you want to call it and originally we had planned that the guys would ask the girls that was kind of tradition like you would go to the homecoming dance with your student government group so we I kind of was planning on that so I like kind of had an idea of who's going to ask me and at this point you know I'm a senior in high school um I'm dating Kendall but I was like oh I don't think I'll go to homecoming with you because I know that this guy's going to ask me and I'm going with them as my group and he was totally fine with that Kendall and I didn't go to like every dance together and we wanted it to be that way but this was like a really special dance for me so I told Kendall like you can just ask someone else it's fine like I'm sure this guy's gonna ask me we kind of had it all planned out well some drama was stirred Um, as the school year was starting because uh, one of the girls in our group who was planning homecoming with us, um, this guy that really liked her asked her to the dance and she said yes. And so the guys in our group felt really screwed. They're like, crap, like she's going with him. Like, how are we going to make this work so we're all in the same group together? So all the guys just decided to ask different girls. And I wasn't aware of this at the time. I was thinking at the time, like, crap, well, he's probably still going to ask me. We're still going to find a way to go to the dance, whatever. Well, that didn't happen either. So here I am just like waiting for one of them to ask me because I knew he hadn't asked anyone yet. So I, I was just feeling like in a bad spot and everyone, all my other guy friends thought that this other guy was going to ask me. So none of them asked me. So I, one day I get to school and someone comes up to me and there and I just just barely gone to school and someone says hey uh there's something like wrong with your car I think you need to go out and look at your car and I'm like what and so then I but it clicks in my brain he's asking me to homecoming so I go out to my car there's like a balloon on it and like a pink like party sack like I don't know like a bag a present basically so I go out there and I look at this present and it just has a card in it and it's this like longish letter 
and I had I was reading it and it basically said hey thank you so much for saving my butt in seminary the other day I think you're kind of I think you're you're cute I guess is what it said I'd love to take you to homecoming and he put his name at the bottom and I'm reading this like who is this guy like I had no idea who it was and it wasn't until I like got to class and I kept reading it that I realized that the person who had asked me to homecoming was a boy in my seminary class if you guys aren't familiar with seminary it's like an elective class you can take um, that's like outside of the school in a different building um, for your church and so there was this kid in my class and I did not like my seminary class I was like the only senior in it it was a bunch of like sophomore boys and I just didn't I didn't love that class so I really didn't pay attention all that much but there was this boy the boy who asked me to homecoming a few days before had gotten really embarrassed in class because for some reason I remember my seminary teacher saying oh, well, you're a nice kid. Like, any girl would be lucky to marry you. And he said, how many, would you, any of you girls in here marry this kid? And no one raised their hand. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just was like, raise my hand. And I was like, you know, if all else fail, I was like, I'll marry you, you know, like making a joke. And I thought it was really dumb. I don't feel like I was helping him out all that much, but that's all I said. Never have said a word to that kid in my life, but that is what happened. And apparently he was so impressed by it, he decided to ask me to seminary. So this kid is a sophomore. I am a senior. This is my biggest dance of the year. He asks me to the dance. And because I feel bad being the girl who says no to somebody, I say yes. Because at this point, I'm like, no one is going to ask me. Like, I I don't have anyone that's going to take me to the dance. So I go to the dance with this kid. And I don't know why we do this, but day dates are the biggest deal when it comes to your dance it's like they come and pick you up in the morning and then you spend all day doing something and then you have to go home and get ready and then you go to the dance and then you're like with them all night and all this crazy stuff so he comes and picks me up and oh also I had to see him later that day and he didn't say a word to me in seminary he didn't say a single word to me until we like went on our actual date so awkward he picks me up and we go shoot guns and everyone all of everyone in our group was with like a girlfriend or boyfriend so we were the oddballs out so they're all like standing behind their girlfriend showing them how to shoot the gun he was on the completely opposite side of me shooting a gun so I was by on one end then all the couples are in the middle and then he's on the other end he wouldn't show me what to do it was so awkward one of the boys dads in the group had to like show me what to do and it was just really awkward well then after that we go and play mini golf so I think we shot guns for like two or three hours then we go play mini golf for like an hour or two and then we go get lunch and we go to Costa Vida my favorite place it really is I love Costa Vida but if you know you know so I go to Costa Vida and I've already ordered my food and he's like you can order whatever you want and I'm like okay, well, I ordered a salad. Is that okay? (laughs) And I ordered a small one and he sees them making me a small salad and he goes, oh, no, 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 no. She can eat a big one. And I was like, no, that's okay. I just want a small one. He's like, no, 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 no. She wants a big one. So they buy me a big one and I was not that hungry. I literally was feeling not very good. And if you've gone to Costa Vida Cafe Rio, if you know what I'm talking about and you get order a salad, it's like, not the coolest thing to eat on a date because it's just kind of, I don't know. I just feel like eating salads on dates, especially like ones with lots of meat in them. It was just awkward. And so we're all sitting there eating our salads and he's just staring at me the whole time I'm eating. He didn't even eat any of his food. He just stared at me while I was eating and it was so uncomfortable. And after we finished eating, we stay there and everyone's talking It was the longest date of my entire life, but it wasn't over yet because he takes me home, doesn't even say goodbye to me. He just drops me off and like unlocks the door and he's like, okay, I'll see you at five or whatever. And I'm like, okay. So then he picks me up for dinner and we go to this like fancy, I don't know, restaurant. And the whole time we are at dinner, his friends are making fun of him because they're like you haven't said a single word to Reggie this whole time and making fun of him saying oh like I can't believe you think you're so cool you're on a date with a senior but you just look stupid and 
all of this stuff. It was so, I felt so bad for him. So he gets up and he's like, I'm going to the bathroom and he leaves and I chew out his friends. I yell at them and I'm like, you guys. And I think I said something like, you know, like this date has not been fun for me. <laughs> like I told him that I'm like, this is not a good situation for me to be in. I said, I just don't like this feels does feel very awkward for me I said but you guys are not making it better I was like this poor kid like he he asked me I said yes like and you guys you guys are just ruining this day for him and I just yelled at him and I was like and I said you wish you had the balls to ask a senior to a homecoming dance and they all just shut up and it was quiet the rest of the dinner we go to the dance and I'm like running around because I'm setting things up and uh he leaves he comes up to me he's like hey I'm leaving I'm like uh where are you going he's like uh well one of the girls in our group is feeling sick and I drove us all here so I'm gonna take her home and I at this point I just didn't even care so I was like okay see ya so he leaves and then my mom was chaperoning because you know I was planning this whole dance or whatever and so of course you have to have parents chaperone and my mom was there and I remember going and sitting next to my mom and I just cried and I was like this day has sucked like this was supposed to be the highlight of my senior year basically and it's just it felt ruined and I just sat there and I cried and in front of everyone who's dancing on the dance floor hadn't even danced at the dance at all because he didn't want to dance um, he wouldn't let me go stand by my friends and dance with them. It was just so uncomfortable. I'm watching Kendall dance with another girl. I'm just sitting there feeling so sorry for myself. Eventually, a boy that, that's a good friend of mine that was in the student government group with me came over and danced with me because there was a slow song that came on and he was like, I've seen you been sitting there by yourself all night. I'm going to dance with you, which was really nice. So I danced with him and I just felt like an idiot. I stood there and danced with him and just like cried because I felt like such an idiot. <laughs> and then eventually my date comes back and I didn't think he was even coming back. And he's like, all right, well, we can go now. And I was like, well, I have to stay till the end of the dance because I have to clean everything up after. So he's like, okay. And he just goes and sits on the bench and just sits down. I'm like, sweet. So the night is ending and all my friends are in this same group so everyone in student government with me that planned this dance we stay after we clean up and they all decide to go do something afterwards and they invite us to come so I tell him at this point I was just done I was like you know what I'm going with them to go do this so I mean if you want to like drive yourself home like I, I didn't know what to say I'm like you can come with us if you want but like if you don't want to that's okay and he's like oh well you can't go because we have to go watch a movie at my friend's house and I was like oh well you know like we were kind of planning on doing something after as a group like because we want to celebrate that you know we pulled off homecoming and he was like well that's too bad like I'm gonna go warm up the car and at that moment, I should have just let him sit in his car and I should have just gone and done something with my friends. I know that sounds so mean, but I felt too bad. I was like, okay. So I go get in the car with him. We go watch World War Z at his friend's house. All of his friends are with their girlfriends. They're all making out on the couch. We are sitting on our own couch with seven feet apart between us. We watch this movie. Everyone's kissing, snuggling, except for us. He takes me home. It was the worst. It was the worst day. And I don't know if that was like a boring story for you guys, but holy cow, it was it was a miserable time. And if I'm sure he's not listening or anyone in his family is listening, but if you are, I'm so sorry, but that really was just quite the bummer for me. And I think about it all the time and it, I literally feel sick about it because it was just such a hard day for me. So there you go. There's my worst date. I have no idea if that sounded entertaining in the slightest to you, but that's my very, very worst one. Um, but now we're going to get into your stories. And let me tell you guys, you did not disappoint. Um, one of the stories I'm going to read to you, I think I might save it for the end because it is it's too good. I read it out loud last night to uh, my family, Kendall's family. And uh literally almost all of us were in tears laughing crying like it it's so good so we're gonna start with the very first story and these are all 
anonymous. If there's any names in it, I will change them. So uh, here is our first story. So this one says, this kid I hung out with a few times asked me out, so I said, yeah, sure. We got ice cream and then went to a USU hockey game. It started out fine and normal. We got some seats and this cute little girl was in front of us and I was like, oh, she's cute. My date starts going off about he wants to have out, uh, wow, about how he wants to have a daughter so bad. This is probably our third time ever hanging out. After that, he starts talking about families and he asks, if we were to go on a family vacation with your family, would your parents pay for us? And I was like, what? But wait, it gets better. Okay, wait, hold on. Why? Who asks that kind of a question? Like, you're, you're, this is your like first date, but your third time hanging out and you're telling your date. So like when we go on a family vacation with your family, like they're going to pay for our vacation, right? Like, that is just, who says that? Okay. Uh, so then he says, uh, so we start talking about our missions. So they'd both gone on missions. And mission weight. And I go, yeah, I gained some weight on my mission and was a little chubby, but I lost it all. And this man says, oh, yeah, I could tell from your Insta pics. Like, what? I already knew I was chubby. You didn't have to confirm it. Anyways, there was not a second date and he's married now. Okay. Rule number one when you go on a date with someone. Okay, there's so many rules. I don't know if this is number one rule. Do not talk about your date's weight. Like, if you're, if, like, this guy, for example. If he's already, like, talking about, like, oh, yeah, if we go on a family vacation down the road, like, when we get married. If, if he really wanted to impress this girl and really liked her, like, why, why do you have to make a comment about it? Like, who says that? Who says, yeah, I could tell from your pics that you were a little chubby. Like, no, that's, nope, no, that is just, no. All right, next story. This says, in high school, I went on a group date with my then boyfriend and some of his guy friends. The other girls that came were from a different school, so we didn't know them before. It was the worst date I've ever been on because my boyfriend didn't pay any attention to me and was even trying to sneak pictures of one of the other girls to send to his friend saying stuff like, look how hot this girl is, and stuff. I was so mad and basically hung out by myself the whole night. We shortly broke up after he was such a jerk. And when I said he was trying to snake, sneak pics, he was sneaking pics and texting them to his friend. Okay, this is not like an extravagant like story with like a big plot and client, like, you know, but holy crap. Why are guys so dumb? Okay, first off, this is your girlfriend you're on a date with and you're taking pictures of another girl and sending them to your friend saying, look how hot this girl is. No. And if you don't, like, why do you guys think they can get away with that? Because let me tell you, one time I went on a date, this was a pretty bad date, but it's, it's a tender one. I like tender as in like hurts my heart. So I wasn't going to share it because it's just more like depressing than it is like worst date. Like it's not entertaining to hear. Anyways, but this guy that I was really in love with, I went to a dance with him. And on this date, he was texting another girl while I was sitting right next to him. It was almost like he wanted me to see that he was texting her. And he was all like, she was all like, when are you going to take her home? And he was like, I don't know, but hopefully soon I'll come over when I'm done. And she was like, okay, great. Miss you. Love you. Can't wait to kiss you. And I'm sitting right there like, wow. I'm not getting kissed tonight. That's amazing. So that was a horrible time. But like, why do guys think like, ugh, I don't know. I just, that makes me, that makes my heart hurt for you. And I'm so sorry. But um, she did say they broke up. So good for you, girl. I'm really happy that happened. Okay. So next story. Um, last year, a guy asked me out and we had been on a few dates, all of which involved sushi for some reason, but I never really liked the guy and he just never got the hint. To start off, he wanted to ask me out in person, so he went to my house and knocked on my door and my dad answered. I wasn't home, so he told my dad he wanted to ask me out in person because he felt it was more brave to do that than text me, and he kept rambling on to my dad and eventually confessed his true love for me and basically told my dad how he has been in love with me for a very long time. My dad texted me after he left and told me what had happened, but I never told the guy I knew what happened. So on this date, we drove separate from the other couple and we met them at Traverse Mountain and went into H&M. The whole plan for the date was for the guys. <laughs> okay, who comes up with this date idea, you guys? Are you ready for this? The whole plan for the date 
was for the guys to try on women's clothing. So me and the other girl sat in the dressing room. So this is a guy. Okay, let me get this right. There's two guys, two girls. Okay, this is so weird. So me and the other girl sat in the dressing room and every five or so minutes, the guys would both come out wearing ugly women's clothes outfits. It was so awkward and weird. We both felt so uncomfortable. They then wanted us to try on the men's clothing, but we just didn't want to, and it made it more uncomfortable the more they pressured us into it. They finally gave up, and we decided we wanted to go get food. Sushi, as always. And then we went to a lookout point. We sat on top of the cars, which seemed fun, but the cars were just not very sturdy, so the roofs were cracking, and it was kind of scary. Not to mention it was freezing. Also, anytime we were in the car, he had me read the 30 questions that lead to love. Those questions are very personal and just not comfortable at all. I definitely skipped a lot of them. I was freezing the whole time we were painting and then the other couple left because the girl had to go home. So then we sat in my date's car waiting for them to get back. Okay, I don't know that that seems... Then the other couple left and the girl had to go home. Okay, so we sat in the date's car waiting for them to get back, I guess. And he kept bringing up, so you want to know what I told your dad? And I didn't want, to con- want him to confess his love for me right there, so I continually, continually said that I was okay with not knowing. The worst part was after about an hour of an in-depth conversation about life and all of his problems and not knowing what to say, we went to the other guy's house and his date had gone home, but they wanted to watch Mama Mia. When we walked in, the other guy's whole family was sitting there watching the movie together and the other guy fell asleep. So it was me, my date, and this other guy's family watching Mama Mia. Not fun. I asked him to take me home and that was the end of the last date we went on. For okay, I have a I have a lot to say about this one. First, if you're wanting to impress a girl, why do you think a date like what's why does it sound fun to go to the store and dress up in women's clothing to impress you? Like is that does that did they think that was going to be funny, like a turn on, like I want to understand what went through their brains when they decided this date idea because that just sounds like the most uncomfy time the most uncomfy time I would like as much as I love Kendall and love him to death I would never in a million years you he would you could offer me all the money in the world and I would never want to go sit in an H&M and watch Kendall try on women's dresses and model them for me I'm sorry, but that is just not, that just does not sound like my cup of tea for a date. Um, wow. Okay. Second thing, some sort of card game about the ask really personal questions on a date. I don't know. I just, I don't, that doesn't sound, I mean, like maybe if you're like thinking about getting married or you've been dating a really long time and you need like to get to know each other a little more, you know, I can see that like Kendall and I would always sit and like ask really deep questions to each other but that's when we were like okay I think we're in this for the long haul like let's kind of talk deeper about you know what we kind of want for the future I don't feel like you really do that on like a first date I don't know if that was a first date if or whatever but ooh, okay and then the mama mia like the fact that the guys chose to watch mama mia and chose to go to H&M and dress up in women's clothing. I just, I mean, I love Mamma Mia. I love, I love that show. I will watch it anytime, but watching it with your date's friend's family when they chose the movie, I don't know. I just, that, that sounds like a very horrible day, and I'm very sorry you had to go through that. All right, next story. I had a guy ask me out for our first date on the same weekend that he had to do an assignment for school. The assignment was to go blind for a significant part of the day and then write a paper about his experience. Yeah, weird assignment. Anyways, as soon as he picks me up from the day, I had to start driving his car because he had to blindfold himself. He took me to get Buffalo Wild Wings, so while ordering, I silently explained to our server... Okay, wait. So they are... He picks this girl up and then says okay, I have to put a blindfold on, get in my car and drive it to Buffalo Wild Wings. And then while we're at Buffalo Wild Wings, I have to stay blindfolded. So you're going to have to like order for me. (laughs) I'm just picturing this and I, I, this is the funniest thing ever. Okay. Uh, so he took me to Buffalo Wild Wings. So while ordering, I silently explained to our server to give him the hottest hot sauce. (laughs) 
It was experimental to see how he would react to a prank. Okay, I love this girl. He obviously had no clue it was coming because of the blindfold. When the food arrived, he ate the wings, no problem at first, but then started drooling uncontrollably. Ew. He was freaking out, but managed to stay blindfolded. I can't remember exactly, but I think he ate all his wings plus some of mine. Haha, <laughs> it was entertaining for sure. You think that was bad, but then he decided to take me to an indoor trampoline park. Yes, still while blindfolded. Oh my heck, I'm dying. Why? So we awkwardly bounced around the different trampolines, all while being surrounded by children that were throwing dodgeballs at us. It was a weird night for sure. He eventually met his time requirements and removed the blindfold. I thought it was a pretty terrible date, but it probably made for a good paper. Hope he got a good grade because he sure didn't get his second date. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can you just imagine? Like that looks, that sounds like something that needs to be like on an episode of like The Office. Like, can, and also of all places to go eat dinner while you're blindfolded, Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, you get, you have, you're eating with your hands, saucy, you're blindfolded. I mean, how did he, how did he do that? Was he, he must've been covered in food. Oh my gosh, I would have felt so embarrassed just like sitting there with a date that's blindfolded eating hot sauce and drooling all over himself. That, <laughs> like, what is it with these guys in these stories? Like, why do they think this is a good idea for a date? I do not know. Wow, okay, here's another one. So I randomly got asked to go with this boy who I wasn't super close to. He was fresh, fresh off his mission and so was I. He picks me up and is like, let's go get sushi. So I'm like, heck yeah, I love sushi. What is all the sushi stories in the episode today? Everyone loves sushi. Um, as we're driving there, he was so nervous. I swear he forgot how to drive. He was going extremely slow and stopping when there were no stop signs. We get to the sushi place and number one, he has never been to a sushi restaurant because number two, he's never had sushi before. So he does because he doesn't really like fish. Why? Okay. I'm interrupting the story again. Why did this guy think it was a good idea to go get sushi if he doesn't like fish and he's never had sushi before? I don't know. Okay. So I'm helping him figure out the menu and it was so awkward because he was so overwhelmed with the Japanese culture inside the restaurant and he couldn't even focus. <laughs> so I ended up ordering for him. We get it to go and go to a park. It was super windy outside, but we made it work. I'm all excited to eat mine because I love sushi, but he takes a whiff of his and pulls away. I got nervous for him, but I was like, come on, you'll love it. Just try it. You got this. So he takes a bite, starts chewing and turns his head to the side like he's going to puke. He keeps chewing, does the little gag grossed out thing and swallows it. He grabs his napkin and acts like he's going to throw up. I was mortified. I had no idea what to do because it was his idea to get sushi, but IDK, why? Because he hates it. So I end up eating all of mine while he just ate the rice around all of his. It was terrible and I had secondhand embarrassment for him. Anyway, so we finish and he drops me off. He tried to text me since then, but I just don't really want anything more than friends with this kid. It was by far the worst date I have ever been on because I almost witnessed my date throw up all over the smell of fish and didn't even feel bad for him because it was his idea. If you're trying to impress a girl, especially on the first date, don't eat food you hate or drive like a grandma. <laughs> okay, I love the ending of that. Okay, yeah, why is that a... Why is... I don't know. Why did he think that was a good idea? Also, like... Was his plan literally like, let's just go get sushi and then I'm going to drive you home? Because that just sounds lame. Anytime I've like gone on a date with a guy, I've always like expected to be more than like one small activity. Like if we go to dinner, I'm like, okay, are we playing like games after we go in like, you know, I don't know. I just, it's interesting when a guy picks you up. I've had a few dates like this where... A guy picks me up and he's like, okay, we're going to the movie. And then we go to the movie and then he just takes me home. And I'm like, oh, we didn't even get to talk. We talked on the 10 minute drive to the movie theater and back, but that's it. It's like, that does not, like, you don't get to know someone by going to one short little date like that. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, so just a word of advice. I mean, try to plan different things, but if you are feeling uncomfortable in a date, get out of there. Okay, we have some really, we still have some really good ones, you guys. I'm so excited to read these. Uh, first off, thank you for, like, submitting stories. You guys are awesome. I wish I could read all of them. Uh, so maybe one day we can do a part two to this. But, wow, I was so 
I was loving reading all of these uh, story entries. <laughs> all right, here goes next story. Uh, I was attempting app dating a few years back and finally agreed to go on one. He showed up 20 minutes late. Looking back, I wish he'd never showed up at all. He walked up to the table in the tightest hurly purple tea possible and barely said hello before he goes, oh shoot, your hair isn't as red as your picture. Uh, okay. Then continues to tell me of a time he was at a beach and saw the skinniest, prettiest ginger wearing a yellow bikini. You know, with the super, the super skimpy ones with strings and I saw her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me, let me start that over. Okay. So he's, he's telling his date about a redhead he saw at the beach and he says... Uh, the skinniest, prettiest ginger. She's wearing a yellow bikini. You know, the super skimpy ones with strings. And I saw her ginger bush. <laughs> I saw her ginger bush. Wow. So the girl says, uh, what? So the guy in her date says, so I thought maybe you were a real ginger too. Legit. This is how this date began. <laughs> oh my gosh. Then we ordered drinks. Thank goodness, right? And he starts asking about myself and something, and somehow we got on the topic of dogs. He then, to he then told me a graphic recollection of his mom's dog having explosive projectile diarrhea once. <sighs> well, he was babysitting it and he had to follow it around to clean it nonstop. The story was right as our meals were arriving. I drank like five drinks and inhaled my food trying to get this to end rapidly texting my friend and coworker about it every chance I could when he'd drift off or go get to the bathroom multiple times. Then I finally asked for the check and he goes, you can split it or we can figure it out either way, sweetheart. Okay. I'm interrupting the story. So many of you guys submitted stories saying things like the worst day I ever been on was when I went on a date and the guy made me pay or suggested I should help pay for the meal. If you're going to ask a girl out on a date, you are paying for her meal. You are paying for her movie ticket. You are paying for her bowling shoes. Like, you are paying for your date. Or else, what's the point? Like, why did you even ask her out if you're not going to pay? Oh, I just, it's it's just a bad, it's a bad look. It's a bad look, boys. Um, so, he tells her, we can split it. Or we can figure it out either way, sweetheart. To the waitress. I was like, what a douche. Let me out of here. <laughs> While we're waiting for our check, he goes, do you get stressed often? And besides saying, right now I am, I said, of course, do you? And then he tells me how he had just bought $200 of Legos to help, <laughs> to help him de-stress after his long day of being a day security guard and an un at an unpopular building. Then he goes, you know how women color and paint their nails? At that point, <laughs> this girl says, I was done. The bill arrives. It's $60 and we split it. After all that Lego splurging, can't take a nice girl out to dinner. <laughs> he walks me to my car. I dipped out and waved goodbye and immediately blocked him on all channels. Think it's over? Wrong. Well, remember that friend and coworker I was texting? Well, Turns out it was a team group chat she texted in saying, how's it going regarding a project? And I told my entire team about every single detail of her date. So when I showed up to work, there was a Hurley T on my chair and a red wig on my desk. <laughs> I guess it was all for a good laugh. Thank goodness I'm done dating. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack from uh, this story. First off, the outfit he choice, zero out of 10. Uh, the splitting, trying to split the, making your date pay for half of the meal. No, uh, that's a zero out of 10 too. Um, mentioning anything about a ginger bush that you saw from someone swims you. Uh, that's a negative 500 billion out of 10. And then being upset that they are actually a real ginger I don't know like making a comment about like oh I'm disappointed in what you actually look like uh negative a billion out of 10 and then telling <laughs> telling your date about your lego collection that you have and you 
make like like build Legos when you're stressed. Which I don't know. I'm, maybe that's cool to some people, but that just does not spark a good first impression for me. Um, wow, 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 wow. And then the fact that she <laughs> is telling about this horrible date to her group text for her work with all of her coworkers. I am glad your coworkers have like a good sense of humor and like left, you know, a purple Hurley t-shirt on your desk. But wow, that is, that is a good one. I love that story. Okay. The next one says, hi Reggie, love the podcast and love that I can contribute to your episode. This horrible date starts with a BYU boy, so you can already tell that this is going to be good. I know Provo guys can be, well, a lot, but I was really crushing on this guy in one of my classes and was praying he'd ask me out. To my surprise, he asked me out after a few weeks of secretly crushing on him, and I was so excited. Oh no, this poor girl's got to be in for a treat. He asks if a Saturday morning would work, okay, and I say yes. I asked him what we'd be doing, and he said it was going to be a surprise. Normally, I'd feel weird about that, but I was really crushing on this guy, so I thought nothing of it. I was like, ooh, a surprise? Awesome. The night before the date, I'm at a party with my friends and we stay up super late. I got back to my apartment around 2.30 in the morning. My phone had died at the party, so I go to charge my phone and when I charge, when it charges, I notice I have a missed text from my date explaining that he'd be to my apartment at 5 a.m. for our date. I sit there confused because when he said a Saturday morning date, I wasn't expecting to get up at the butt crack of dawn. He doesn't say what we'll be doing, so I just go to bed and I set my alarm, and once I wake up, I throw on some jeans and a cute t-shirt for our date with a cute cardigan I can throw on in case it gets a little chilly. 5 a.m. rolls around, and he's, and I make my way, let's see, 5 a.m. rolls around, and I make my way out to meet my date. He's wearing a wife beater, short basketball shorts, and those athletic shoes that look like gloves where the shoe goes around each toe. At this point, I'm not even attracted to him anymore. I sit down in the passenger seat and say, so what are we doing? He's like, oh, we're going to hike the Y. The Y is an almost seven mile hike and I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt with sandals. I'm like, uh, can I go inside and get my running shoes? He says, well, we're already pushing it, so you should probably shut the door so we can hurry. I don't know why, but I closed the door and we headed to the hike. I should have gone and got my running shoes and then just stayed inside to get some sleep and not return to the date. But I was too nice, I guess, and continued with the date in my stupid sandals. Okay, hiking in sandals is miserable. I actually (laughs) went on a date once where they didn't tell us we were going on a hike. It was like a group date. Uh, We were going to like watch the fireworks and (laughs) my date didn't tell me we were going to go on a hike. But we show up to this canyon and he's like, all right, get out. We're going to start hiking up here, up this mountain to watch the fireworks. And it's like this big mountain and I'm wearing sandals and the hike up wasn't bad, but hiking down was like super steep and I broke my shoes and scraped up all my feet. It was horrible. So I can't imagine doing a seven mile hike. I've never hiked the Y, but a seven mile hike in sandals also with this guy. Okay. Anyways, so when we get to the start of the hike, we walk and talk. The first thing he asks me is, so you're 21, right? Do you feel bad you aren't married yet? I'm realizing in this moment that I really got myself into a pickle. I really wanted to go home already. I tell him I'm not in a rush to get married and he stops and says, really? That's surprising. Maybe I can change your mind. I'm like, what? He proceeds to run ahead of me and then drops down to the dirt and starts doing a bunch of push-ups and eventually starts doing a one-handed one, putting his hind behind his back while he's doing his push-up and turns and winks at me. I'm standing there in disbelief. We still had five miles to go and this guy is trying to convince me to marry him by doing push-ups? Talk about a classic Bell and Gaston moment. Eventually, we just, he gets up and asks if I thought that was impressive. I turn to him and just say, sure. We keep walking up the mountain. At this point, I'm trying to figure out how to get myself out of this situation. I don't think I can make it all the way up this seven-mile hike, and I don't think I can make it all the way up this seven-mile hike, let alone without any food because I hadn't eaten yet, and with this stupid guy I'm with that I thought I really had a crush on, but not anymore. However, we still walk another mile, and at this point, my feet are really, really killing me. The sandals I was wearing were not it. 
Homeboy notices and says, oh, you can wear my shoes. I look down at his toe shoes, <laughs> toe shoes, and say, no, thanks. He starts taking them off and says, no, I insist. They are super comfy. The last thing I want to wear is this guy's sweaty toe sock type shoes. Uh, he takes them off and stands barefoot and hands me his shoes. I tell him again, no, thanks. And he tilts his head back and lets out this huge sigh. I just stand there awkwardly because he seems mad. I wait for him to say something, but he doesn't. I say, look, I don't know how I'm going to make it the rest of the way in my sandals, and I doubt your shoes are going to fit me. Then he looks at me with a smirk and says, oh, you think I have big feet? You know what that means, don't you? Oh my god. At this point, I am disgusted. I tell him to take me home and he's like, why? Aren't you having fun? I then make up some horrible excuse and say I have a migraine and that I'm going to need to get back to my apartment to take my migraine medication or else I'm going to be sick. He then goes into mommy mode and starts hugging me and saying, oh, I'm so sorry, honey. I'll take you back. But first, drink some water and sit for a second. I sit down on the side of the trail and drink his from his gross water bottle. To make a long story short, he drives me back to my apartment and gets out of the car to give me a hug and then follows me to my door. I think, phew, it's all over. I can be home and get away from this guy. But when I say goodbye, he says, well, can't I come in? I tell him my migraine is getting bad, so I should probably rest and I'll see him in class. Plus, we aren't supposed to have guys in our rooms, so I mention it's best that we end the day, even though it was almost 8 a.m. <laughs> he nods and agrees, but then starts to get emotional. I'm like, what the heck? I ask him what's wrong and he says, I'm just thinking about how this is going to be a really neat story to tell our kids one day that on our first date, you got sick and I took care of you. That's really sweet. And then she says, can you believe that? I say, well, like I said earlier, I'm not in a rush to get married, but it sounds like you are. So I guess we aren't a great match, but thanks for the good time. Not. <laughs> I run inside my apartment and sit on, sit on my couch in shock. I then hear him sniffling outside of my door for the next 20 minutes. And then when I see him in class next, he's telling everyone about how we went on this amazing date over the weekend. I just rolled my eyes and stayed on the opposite end of class until I never had to see him again. The end. Thanks for listening. <laughs> okay. 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 Wow. I don't even really know what to say about that one other than I'm so, so sorry. Like, I just, I'm so sorry. That sounds like the most miserable thing ever. Because there's nothing worse than, I mean, first of all, a BYU boy. I, you know, if you're familiar with Utah and Provo, you know what I'm talking about when I say Provo boy. That is literally the definition of a Provo boy right there. <laughs> Who has to, like, show off, talk about, you know, getting married, making some inappropriate comment, and talking about, like, how you're going to be married, like, assuming you're getting married to, I just, wow, wow, that's all I can say about that one, wow. Okay, I have one more story for you. This one, this is the one that had me literally crying, literally crying, okay. She says, my sister-in-law's roommate had the worst first date I have ever heard. Let's call her Jane. Jane got set up on a blind date with Mike, again, a fake name by one of her friends. For the date, my, Mike asked her to come to a family dinner. Once Jane got to Mike's home, she quickly felt the urge to pee. Trying to be polite and not bluntly saying, I need to pee, she asked if there was a place where she could wash her hands before dinner. Mike's mom kindly led her to a sink in a wash-up room. No toilet, just a sink that was attached. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm already laughing. No toilet, just a sink that was attached to the wall. Jane realized that she had obviously gotten herself into a pickle. She was definitely going to have to ask where the bathroom was because she needed to go, or she could just try to pee in the sink. She shuts the door and proceeds to lift herself up onto the sink, pants down, the whole spiel, and then crash. Sink falls off the wall. She hits, <laughs> she hits her head on the way down, knocking herself out. Mike's family quickly runs in to see what had happened. They find Jane unconscious with her pants down, but to make matters worse, she hadn't noticed that the family's little teacup <laughs> that the family's little teacup poodle had followed into the washroom, and when the sink fell off the wall, Jane 
Jane unfortunately landed on said poodle and killed it. Oh, I'm literally crying again. Obviously, when she came to, she was mortified. But like most fairy tales, she has a happy ending. Jane and Mike get married. I guess she left the most unforgettable first impression. (laughs) Okay, I hope you can understand that. With I just know that I can't read that without like actually crying tears of laughter that story is that takes the cake that takes the cake I when I heard this and I was I I read it to myself silently and I was like wait what and then I start laughing and I read it to Kendall's family because we were all sitting there and literally we all were almost in tears laughing I just I cannot I cannot with this so first off the girl I respond to this uh, DM and I tell the girl I'm like oh my gosh this cannot be real like this is so insane and she tells me how it, she like confirms it with me she's like no this is legit I guess she like ran into someone who knows this girl or whatever and they talked about it. she's like it's a true story it's definitely happened because this is one of those stories though even though I doubted it in the beginning it's like who makes that up like you can't make something like that up I <laughs> First off, why, like, I, I just hope that uh, us, us females that are, you know, can feel okay just being like, hey, can I use your restroom? Like, I know it feels awkward to, like, be like, hey, I, I need to pee. Use, like, I need to use your restroom. But, like, we all do it. We all pee. We all poop. We, we all use the bathroom. So, I mean, I guess, like, is there a place I can wash up before dinner? and she takes you to a washroom. I mean, it's not very likely that that's going to happen at every house you're at. Uh, but the fact that she attempted to pee, this is the thing. If the sink falls off of the wall, I'm trying to imagine what this sink looks like. I don't know how you would attempt to pee in a sink that's like connected to the wall. Does that make sense? Like it's not like attached to the floor. Oh man. And then you don't notice that there is a teacup <laughs> poodle oh my gosh killing like imagine imagine like I love that these two ended up getting together that is that is a lovely story and I man you can you can you I, wow wow um but just imagine you're the guy you're the guy okay you're the guy who's invites your girlfriend over for family dinner and she's just barely meeting your family you hear this crash you're like oh my gosh what happened and you go to see that your girlfriend is passed out on the floor with her pants down to her ankles and the sink is smashed over your poodle just imagine just imagine that for a second like (laughs) oh my goodness Here's my question, though. I probably should ask the girl who DM'd me this. I don't understand how... You think had she have fallen off the sink and crashed it, Do you was there a door? There had to have been a door to this washroom, right? Because I wouldn't dare try to pull my pants down and pee in the sink if there was no door. And I feel like if there's a door, you're going to lock it. So my only question that makes me question this story is I'm like how did did they just like notice something was in there and pound on the door and be like yo jane are you okay and then they had to just like open it up or i don't know that's that's my thing because it says like they ran in and found her so maybe they had to like run into the washroom that's what i don't quite understand but wow wow was that a treat or what listening to that was quite the treat i am a big i'm a big fan of that story and I will never forget it. Um, wow. Okay. Well, that concludes our worst date stories. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I definitely did. And I hope the dating, those of you out there who are dating, I hope it's going well. I hope you're not having any horrible experiences. And I hope guys or girls are treating you right uh, because you deserve to be treated like a queen. Uh, I... I'm really glad I'm not in the dating game anymore. I will tell you guys, like, listening to 
family members of mine talking about dating literally makes me want to cry because dating is just it's rough it's rough and I don't know like with quarantine that's it's got to be you know a lot more difficult maybe I don't really know but um I hope that the dating game's good and I if you have any horrible date experiences please send them my way I will cry with you about them and then we can laugh about them later um <laughs> thanks for listening I really love doing episodes like this when I did my little poll on my Instagram story um, I asked like what kind of topics you guys like more and I put it into three different categories. I did one that was like entertaining, educational, and like uplifting and literally like 95% of people said entertaining. So if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with a friend, uh, share it on your Instagram, give me a little tag. Um, because the month of February is now over and it is now the start of March. Um, if you can remember, I'm doing a monthly, like picking a winner every month to send a little package to as a thank you for anyone, uh, who leaves a written review on the podcast or tags me in their Instagram story when they are listening to the podcast. Um, and then every month I will just like pick someone who left a review or, tagged me and send them a little something so I will be dming someone tomorrow uh to get their address so I can send you a special little gift and every month this will like renew so uh if you don't get like picked for me to send you something every month I wish I could send someone something all of you something every month um but just like do like just tag me again the next month or you know something like that just to encourage you guys to you know leave reviews because I really appreciate them uh it just helps get the word out about the podcast and I just really love sending happy mail to people so this happy mail does that sound weird I just love sending gifts in the mail <laughs> I hope that doesn't sound weird anyways love you guys a lot uh we will see you next week happy March and uh yeah I will see you guys next week love you bye